Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. you got a fight penciled in for tonight what do you want to do next as we walk out i'm going to point to this big what was his name neil ned, ned. N- ne- hey mr neil who me yeah my friend Clyde is gonna smash your face in <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah which one's clyde he's, he's the weird one <sighs> well that might be you <laughs> he says you like to have relations with your mama <laughs> he suddenly gets very serious about his mum relations with his mum mm. why was it you said Mr Clyde I bet he washes up for his mama <laughs> I bet he what's up with his mama washes up it's pretty simple you wash the dishes after eating from them <laughs> that's relations right he gets in your space now, Clyde. <laughs> Are we having a fight tonight? It appears that way, yeah. Tell him you don't respect him or anything about him like you said earlier, Mr. Clyde. <laughs> 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 uh, <clears throat> with a straight face, I'm guessing I just go, <clears throat> I don't respect you. What was the other one? <laughs> respect Fuck him or up. anything about him. <sighs> I repeat that in a serious tone. Don't respect him or anything about him. Oh, I'll turn that. I don't respect you or anything about you. Well, by the end of tonight, you're going to respect my mum. Is she here? She'll be front row. Alright. Is she as pretty as you, Mr. Ned? 
She's a beautiful lady. Well, make sure she wears her apron because she's going to get some blood on it. Well, I'll see you tonight. It's going to be Clyde's blood. <laughs> I look forward to meeting your mother, Neil. <laughs> Fucking nerd in it, you little green fuck. <laughs> okay, Neil. Feed it later. Why's your ass bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> if if it can't, <laughs> isn't net a non-educated delinquent? Isn't that what this stands for? I don't know. That's sure, Edward. I think that's Australia, isn't it? Is it? Ned's. Sorry, carry on. No, that's no, Scotland. Scotland. Scottish. It's, it's called Neil. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you leave the pit. Uh, what would you like to do next? Go and see Dr. DeFresney in the Central District? Uh, can I leave Egg there? Cause... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm helping. <laughs> you just helped me die tonight. That's what you just did. I'm, I'm going to get my ass some encouragement. Like, he didn't like, Egg, Egg didn't like him, so he kind of he makes sure you're up for the fight. So you head on over to... Um, Central District, and you find yourself in the quite small, cluttered doctor's office for Antoinette Dufresne. And you walk in, the bell jingles over the door, and it's basically a one room, really. You can see, like, the functioning, like, table where she operates, and it's, you know, she's got all of her instruments out and it looks as you're coming in that she's actually cleaning up a bloodied sore. And then she turns and sees you and she's very rigid, very stiff-necked. Hello, again. Ms. Dufresne, Dr. Dufresne, I must say, y'all remember us, my name is Shia Izawa. You uh, zipped me up last night after we uh, got in a little tussle with the Nephilim. Uh, as you can see, my friend here, Mr. Crant Dupont, he's had... What we would say an upgrade. Good heavens. I see. Problems with the flesh, Mr. DuPont? None. Never any. Suppose. Suppose not now. Hmm. Go on, Mr. Aizawa. What we were wondering is, uh, we've got a little bit of a proposition for you. We want to keep this town safe, and we know a particular gentleman who can do that. But, uh, without your help, let's just say that particular gentleman will cease to exist. So that's where your, uh, medical professional skills come in. And, uh, that's why I pointed out my friend here, Crant Dupont, with his big old pneumatic arm. I don't know if you know much about pneumatics, you know about medicine, but uh, do you happen to know a gentleman called Professor Wickers? I'm familiar with uh, Professor Wickers, yes. Now, I don't know if you've looked through his doctor's records or anything like that. You'll know that man is not well right now. I'm also aware that he is reticent to spend time in my office. Yeah, he is not fans of doctors per se and uh basically he's got this plan where he wants to <clears throat> how do i put this lightly crant i don't know if you can put this any more eloquently than i can can you he needs help and if you don't help then he's gonna die 
please, Krant, make a convince intellect pull. Target number 16. Oof. I don't think these are ever any good uh, for me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Can Jesus. I help at all, please? You may. She, um, her face is completely impassive. Her curly red hair is kind of like sticking up, disheveled. And you can see, like, um, her body's very rigid. Her face doesn't give much away. It's very impassive, especially because she's basically got a dead eye. One of her eyes is white. um, And there's a scar, a cut that runs from her brow to her cheekbone that runs kind of through there. So at some point in her life, she's basically lost her sight from some sort of attack. And she's just very impassive as she just listens. And she looks thoroughly nonplussed and unimpressed with your suggestion. By all means, anyone else chip in? Well, Dr. Dufresne, we, I believe, have a friend in common. And we are working to get this friend. Um, she is friends with the widow, right? They like live yes. together. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good angle. So, uh, as you know, we are taking our nightly naps at the uh, Nightvale Saloon. Uh, where I believe you are friends with the Widow Ferris. She is in the mayoral candidacy, and uh, me and my friends here, we've gone around this here town, and I believe we've garnered a significant amount of votes for the Widow. Now, I don't know whether you'll be up for helping us, up for helping her, but uh, helping Professor Wickers does make this town safer. And what making this town safer does is help you, helps the people, and helps Widow Ferris become the new mayor of Innocence. And what do you You've say? You've just taken the target number down from 16 to 13. It's still difficult. Okay. Um, she softens a little bit. Cool. I'm going to give it a go. It's co- Convince Intellect, yeah? Yep. Convince Intellect, Which 13. Which I think is a straight roll for me. Me and Egg aren't there, are we? Baby. Yeah, yeah we've, all, we've gone together. 10. Oh, you're doing good work, though. Yeah. Um, she says, if I understand you correctly, what specific surgery are you asking me to do to Professor Wickers? Well, to put it frank, uh, Professor Wickers is a man of wondrous engineering, and he has built himself, let's say, a, a mechanical body. A robot, per se. And uh, what he needs is for somebody like you with the, uh, with the skills and know-how to um, hmm, remove his brain and put it in the robot. Now, I know this sounds completely wild and wonderful and wicked, but uh, we think that you're the person for this. And we know that Professor Wickers is a genius. And when he becomes Professor Wickers 2.0... He can punch a Nephilim at his space. Okay. I understand what you're saying. And while I agree on a socio-political level that that would be useful for the town of Innocence, I'm not entirely sure of the ethics of me taking a man's brain out of his body and putting it in a robe. Do, do you know who would happen if the wicked die? Excuse me? Do you know who would let him die? Who? Mr. Crow. Yes. You want to be like Mr. Crow? 
I'm not Mr. Crow. It's simple in my head. Moot point. Have the bit moot. What about the challenge of it? The recognition. She, there's a twitch. There is a twitch. Um, hmm. Make a. I think you're still trying to convince, aren't you? Convince intellect 13. Intellect 1. Convince is under fucking hell. Where's on the social? Social. Zero. So 1 plus whatever I get from the fate deck. I will switch it for the 13. So 14. <gasps> Ooh! Well played. I didn't see that there. Yeah, so now I... There is a... The poker telltale twitch around her good eye as her skill is clearly something that she prides herself on. Maybe there is a small chink in her armor, which would be like almost like an arrogance in her own ability. You stumbled across a glimmer of something with that. And you've just levered it open with that comment, this, this chink in the old armor. And she says... I mean, I could probably do it. Of course you can. Lady Ferris speaks very highly of you. Send Professor Wickers to me. I I will speak with him. And I will help him if I can. There's no one in this town that can save his life. If he truly is on death's door and requires, as an academic man, some drastic surgery, I'm the lady for the job. Send him to me. We will begin work. Do you need anything for the surgery? Any appliances? I have everything I probably need here, and I have access to other things in town too. So um, send him here. Will you be uh, working tonight? Yes. Good, because I think I'm going to get my head bashed in, so I might have to <laughs> come here. <laughs> Good line. Good awesome. line. <laughs> I shall see you tonight then. Thanks. Can I ask you a quick question? You may. What do you think the egg is? What is this? A riddle? Chicken and egg thing? You know, the egg. In the well. Is... Oh, I thought you were referring to yourself. No, I, um... I'm a gremlin. Nice to meet you. Does she shake his hand? He's got his hand out. Uh, she doesn't like touch, but she will. And she is. She will be polite, but she she clearly is uncomfortable with physical contact. You should probably wipe your hand. There's blood on it. And then she oh. kind of like wipes the hand. Um, and she says... I assume you're referring to the egg in the center of the town. Yeah, I... me and it share a name. We could be friends. I have no opinion on it, nor have I ever seen it. I've heard of the stories, and I'll be honest, I am largely indifferent. My work preoccupies my time and energies. I like to think about things, just because I like get boring and you never look outside the window and wonder what's going on out there? I am inundated with people to save and help and heal. My job keeps me very busy, especially when you're in these Nephilim attacks. 
Like, Egg will just put his hand on, like, the top of right. I feel that way for you. And then he'll walk out. Egg, I'm going to ask you to make a notice cunning pull. The scalpel in our hand. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say this has a target number of 15. It's high. Uh, I think I'm only going to be 9. Yeah, 9. On a nine, I might be able to give you something. Nine, you still did pretty well. That's the border of challenging. Um, what can I give you for that? Hmm. You look at the saw that she was cleaning. It is an amputation saw. It's for cutting through bone. But the place is spotless. So, like, she's cleaning this amputation bone, but, like, there's no fucking leg. Or body or any bone. Or body. uh, Sorry, my words there. Speech impediment. Um, She's got this bone sore. It's got blood on it. She was cleaning when you came in. It has blood on it. She was cleaning it, and it's still not finished. But, like, there's no sprayed blood up the walls. There's no leg. There's no dead man. There's no. It's just odd. You just notice it. It's just odd. Who have you been helping? I don't talk about my patients. Doctor, patient confidentiality. Did they die? We are having frequent deaths in innocence. Well, your thoughts are bloody, but you not got anyone else in here. That is correct. What happened? I just said egg. Doctor, client confidentiality. If you'll excuse me, I must clean my supplies and tools. Is there anything else that's bloody around here? No, the place is actually spotless. Can I, like... I don't think Egg would care with, like... He would care, but I don't think he would look into her words enough to see whether she was lying or not. Okay, well, if you ever need me to hold anything, or, like, the bone, or whatever, I'm not squeamish. One time I kicked a tree so high my toe faced the other way and I didn't even cry. That's good to know, Egg. Thank you. I will consider you, should I ever need some squeamish work or a tree being kicked. (laughs) I'm a good tree kicker. I bet you are. I've been... I bet you good day, gentlemen. I've been a whole living at school kicker. Anyway, bye. Bye-bye. All right. You've finished DeFresney and you finished The Pit uh, satisfactorily. Tenenbaum or Lowry were next on your list. Uh, can I, like, when I'm gone, like, out the... Is there a window that I can peek through? Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, I think if Egg noticed that this thing, like, something wouldn't have added up. So, like, probably out of morbid curious curiosity, he wants to see, like, who she's been cutting up. So he's going to peek through. Okay, one more notice cunning check. The higher you get, the more I tell. Uh, four. Actually, <laughs> let's let's go for it. Let's switch it out. Let's make it a let's make it a nine. She um has her back to like you and she's kind of like turns to the sink. And as she's turning, she kind of picks up her saw and goes to start cleaning it, and you can see 
a strange burst of frustration from such a clinical, neutral person. There's just a spark of passion. And she just curses. Like, you can't hear her, it's quiet, but you think she's just fuck-bombed. Like, fuck! And then she returns to cleaning the saw. She said a naughty word in there. I think it was one of the good ones. Right, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up. Lowry, Tenenbaum, Dade. Well, I want I wanted to go see um uh Tenenbaum or Dade privately. That's all. I didn't want like the whole group doesn't Well their office is close. There's probably you closer always, like, than you could excuse yourself. Yeah, I could just say I just need a quick word. Hmm. Oh, I'm going okay. for a dump. Well, I'm going for a dump. So <coughs> maybe that like tax. Yeah. Real I'm quickly. Go, I'm gonna go mean, for a piss. Yeah, Lee goes okay. for a piss. Uh maybe me and Krant quickly go and speak to Wickers and just sort of inform him we can do that kind of out of play or whatever and just say we've got him an appointment or do you need to okay to talk that's easy that we don't need to role play that yeah. so you head over to the industrial zone and um you could probably say to you... egg wait there <laughs> and we'll just... meet you at lowry yeah. meet everyone meet at lowry's or something like in that's that sounds perfect you head over to the industrial zone professor wickers is there he looks fucking dreadful paler than you've ever seen his eyes are sunken and he's very grateful and he actually goes to hug you both as you inform him that he has an appointment for the surgery to commence. And he embraces you and smiles and coughs and splutters and covers his mouth. And there is quite a lot of blood coming out from his mouth now. And he's grateful. And you see his eyes well up. And he kind of wipes his eyes, gives you a hug and thanks you. And he smiles. He's clearly in pain, but he smiles. Whilst this is happening, Clyde, you head over to uh, the print shop and Tannenbaum's not there. It looks like he's locked up early for some reason, but Alison Dade is and she lets you in. Hello, Clyde. Um, How is the canvassing going? Well, it seems like the list you gave us, um, we have a few of them voting for Miss uh, Miss Ferris, so going pretty well brilliant yeah oh, well well done well done that that might make the difference i'm really glad you came to innocence yes it was a it's been a good trip um i was just wondering if you can tell me a little bit of mayor crow if if you um because i've i've heard things about him recently that's very troubling to me mm-hmm. i was just wondering um okay do you have any of his? Does he write you letters? Does he any handwriting, handwritten letters he sent to us or anything like that? He blanks me in the street and actively makes my life difficult from the shadows. He has no direct contact with me. He is no letters of like cease and assist or anything no. handwritten. No, I think it's more uh, underhand. Right. You fixating on letters for? Do you want his handwriting? I just want to know what kind of man he is. He's a prick. So I've heard. He wants to... uh... Yeah. He wears feathers. He's a cock. Right. And uh, what kind of uh, man is he? 
for example, Rich what man. I mean is like when he loses this election, what's he going to do? Would you think he's going to need an armed guard to leave? I'm saying, will he have an uprising? Will he go for the ferries? Will he not try and get out of the office? What's what's his personality like? The constables, the constables will be impartial. He doesn't own them. Um, he will probably be a slight sore loser, but he's not stupid. He is dodgy and crafty. He will sneer and retreat and regather and work out how to get his own back. That's my suspicion. But his power base will have gone and we would have an advantage and it would be more difficult for him when he's not mayor. It's step one in getting the power balance right for innocence. So he'll disappear, basically. I doubt it. No, as in, as a sole loser, he'll disappear for a couple of days and then try and get the power back. I don't think he'll even wait that long. I think he'll be actively working. He's preparing a damn party for when he wins, which will be... (laughs) Wonderful if he loses, because the party will go ahead, and he, it won't be in his honour. Mm. He's a proud man, though, and I suspect he will, he will be a sore loser. Right. But seriously, Clyde, don't worry. The constables, the constables, you know, yeah, will back whoever the new mayor is if he loses. He won't be able to kick and fight and scream and break the law. And does he have like a grace period before he leaves or is it straight out the office next working day kind of thing? It'll be, yeah, that. Straight out the office. Thank you for your service. Right. What are you doing tonight? Um, well, I was going to read. Um, well, if you ever want to yeah, come I, to the pit, I'm about to die. So, are- uh... Are you asking me out, Clyde? No, no, no. I'm about to die. But uh, what's his, uh, Egg is going to be in the stands. I thought you might want to keep him company. He has taken a shining to you. Plus, it's good <laughs> entertainment. I hear Ned's mum is going to be it there. Sounds... So. Ooh, uh, um. Okay. Well, it sounds better than reading quietly and alone on my own. I will pop out and I hope you don't die. Yeah, I think I might have gotten myself in a situation, but okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll cheer you on. Nice. Where's Chris? Uh, he's popped out early. Um, I think he's been putting some weird shifts in. I think uh, he's on one of his projects. I don't know. He's talking about tunnels, which I'm guessing you guys are putting in his head. Yeah, we're going to probably go after the egg um, at some point down the well. He mentioned that, yeah. Um, it's an interesting thing. It's He's been mumbling and muttering about this egg quietly for a while. He talks to himself. So, yeah, it's been a fixation of his. Um, good luck. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, we're definitely going to need it. Yeah. Don't die tonight. I promise you, I will never die. Whatever we from? Fuck. <laughs> oh. America? No, what's that? Fuck. What? Team, Team America. America. <laughs> I promise, I will never die. Yeah, no. And then she just looks <laughs> you straight in the face, and she just goes, 
Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll just leave that. That's fine. Mm. All right. Uh, you guys all meet up uh, in the central district. And you are standing outside the constable's constabulary headquarters. And stepping out, perhaps tipped off by one of the constables, is the limping Marcus Lowry. He's got his hat on, uh, pulled quite like shaded over his eyes. He's got this beautiful, thick grey moustache and this chiselled jawline. Um, his belly's just starting to turn to gut. He's an older, older gentleman, and he just kind of like swaggers down with this barely functional pneumatic limb, with this nasty limp down the steps. Um, he's got his his rifle, but it's kind of like, you know, he's not pointing his gun at you or anything like that. And uh, he just kind of sees you four at the steps and just sits down on the steps, on the side of the steps with you. How you doing? You come to lay down that well? No. I mean... I ain't doing that. It's saving the lot bother. You got me thinking, though. What you thinking about? He ponders. It's about threes. I often wonder about threes. No. Is it about bacon or sausage? How they get the piggy in that little hole? <laughs> he blinks a lot in confusion. I mimic his blinking. I blink in time with his blinks. But mine make an audible sound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I best be off. No. And he starts to get no, up, no. and it's hard for him to get up. What? What? Seriously, what have you been thinking about? We're good at solving problems, folks. You just raised uh, some good points this morning. He's not, he's not a nice person, you know that? He's trouble for this town. When they say psychopaths rise to the top of the lead organizations. We were trying to do something, and I understand you got to do your job, but... Well, uh, I was thinking about that. And, uh, with the Nephilim attacks, I'm reducing the, uh, constabulary presence in the Central District, and reinforcing it in the smolder tonight. I don't know why I'm spitballing this to you. Just happened to be occupied with other things, and maybe I'm talking... Just, just spitting words, but there will be very light presence of uh, constabulary in the central district tonight. Well, uh, Mr. Lowry, Sheriff, uh, if I might butt in a second, uh, your constabulary look like they're overworked and, may I say, underpaid, you know. Uh, do they ever have any time off or any fun? Because I would like to invite you personally and, of course, all your constabulary because, uh, well, they're going to need to be back for the Nephilim attack. I don't know what time that is, around 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, whatever time well, they come along. But <laughs> I know. I was just waiting. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. Tried to hold it. But, just came out. Yeah. yeah. But uh, myself, Clyde, and Cran, 
we're gonna head down to the uh, the pit fighting area tonight, and we got a couple of bouts. And uh, we uh, spoke to uh, Mr. Derek down there, and he's assured us that uh, any kind of authority or constabulary can go there, get him free of charge, and maybe get a few drinks on the door. Now, I probably wouldn't recommend them getting a few drinks and then going out and fighting the Nephilim, but uh, if they want to blow off some steam and come down and watch us fight, then uh, maybe we'll go and help them in the smolder later on if you catch my drift a little bit of scratching your back you scratch mine and we can come to some sort of arrangement as Matakana, you i uh, will tell my men that are off duty to uh maybe take you up on that offer i will not be releasing men from their duty for that at this time but i appreciate it and i will let any men not on board it tonight know that there'll be a few drinks for them at the pit you excuse me, gentlemen? I hope my words didn't fall on deaf ears. Now, just before you go, Mr. Lowry, you said uh, you were going to decrease presence in the Central District this Absolutely. evening? Absolutely. I feel that uh, the presence of Constabulary will be better suited. Not around this well tonight. Be better suited in a smolder. Egg is trying to uh, wink at she, but using both eyes. You got something in your, your eyes are making this blinking noise. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> I think what my little compadre is trying to say is, obviously last night we battled the Nephilim and we didn't really have much backup. So I'm saying uh, if we're there tonight and you got an extra presence, then uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll be better suited to uh, be able to deal with those Nephilim. But uh, I believe... Egg, you, you currently, uh, your eyes are really playing up, so you won't be able to come and help us tonight. Is that right? You you can't do that? And I'll wink back back at him. Like, uh, you, you got something in your eye, and you, you need to take care of that tonight, so you won't be able to come and fight the Nephilim. And, uh, Krant, you, you, you're still recovering from your surgery for that uh, pneumatic arm, and you, you can't really fight very good with that, so you guys got to stay back. But, uh, you know, maybe if me and Clyde, after we have our little bout, we can come over to the smolder and uh, help your guys out and make sure uh, nobody dies unnecessarily. Egg's forgotten what point he was making. He's now concentrating his blinking. <laughs> Egg, just stop blinking. Just just remember to, just to blink every now and then. That was cold. He doesn't know more. He doesn't even know barely know how to speak. He doesn't know Morse code, and uh, that's not how we do. Basically, you know when you when you say a word over and over again, like green, 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 it, it starts to lose meaning. It's the same thing for egg. Like uh, when you put a, a thought in his head, he can't stop doing it. So when he was blinking, you said don't blink. He all he could think about was blinking and sausages and bacon and blinking. And now look at him. He he, he just can't stop blinking. He's got to get them eyes sorted. I tell you what, I'll take you to Doctor Dufresne. We'll get your eyes eyes all sorted out you can have a nice rest tonight over at the saloon and uh have a few whiskeys and put your feet up how'd you how'd you feel about that egg egg stops blinking but it's a good four seconds before his pupil rolls down and actually faces (laughs) (laughs) and it's like a slow roll just one of the eyes oh i uh i must get on and uh i'll leave you to to what you're doing. We we understand. I really hope you do. I'm unsure. And then he just slowly goes back up the steps back into the headquarters. 
Egg is honestly feeling a little bit sad that he doesn't need to use explosives to blab the well, but... I mean, you're still... I was going to say, he still can. Yeah, because 8 o'clock is the fight, right? He's... he's, Nine, wasn't it? He's nine? He's just done as a solid, so we don't want to fuck him. Hmm. Yeah, I did say like about three games ago because I think Sean was really close with his yeah, role. One off each time. That, yeah, that he was thinking about stuff and like there are consequences. Well, he's thought about it, and while he's not betraying his duties overtly, he's made a few executive decisions that will help him and probably help you too if you happened to, you know, be subtle. Yeah, but the thing is, if we have a fight at nine. Right, and then she just said, mm. "Me and she are gonna go to the front." That means only those two are gonna go down the well. Yeah, but Krant's got the pneumatic arm, so he can move the top off the well, can't he? Yeah, yeah. You you can sort this one way or the other. Um. All right. So we're getting close to a stop point. Is there anything you want to do before your pit fight? Rocky montage. Stretch. Down. All right. Can I, oh, hang on. So, hang on. Can I um? Can I just um pay my council tax? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you do need yeah. reminding. Actually, I need to sort that. Out. <laughs> Fuck yeah! How can you forget now? Because I'm just pay it, man. Can, can we all add a scene to this montage? I I see Grant Dupont chasing a chicken, but he gets the chicken and crushes it into like nothing with his. <laughs> oh great! All right, everyone gives me a scene. Why would Grant Dupont be chasing a chicken? Because he's gonna Rocky, fight. Have you not seen Rocky? Oh yeah, chase a chicken, Rocky. <clears throat> yeah. Um, she and she and Egg will be sparring, but like um, Egg will like be holding up like I don't know, like a a wooden sign or whatever, and she'll be kind of like kicking it, and then Egg will like fall over and just kind of not be able to get back up <laughs> off his back like a turtle. He lands on his head straight up with his legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, two more. Cl- Clyde sits down at a desk with a piece of paper. Yeah, and I'm starts counting. Writing. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Clyde's yeah. putting like war makeup underneath his mask. War makeup, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. And um, Egg thinks he's part of it, so he's like running up and down the stairs, like thinking he's Rocky. But there's like two stairs, so he goes like up and down and up and down and up and down <laughs> and up and down, and just keeps put- waving his hands in the air. All right. <laughs> well, you do your separate preparations. And the entertainment district starts to come alive. The gas lights are lit and people are starting to bustle. And it seems people need a distraction. People are heading to the Night Vale Saloon. People are wandering. People are going to catch a new show at Madame Stovall's Playhouse. And as you guys are walking towards the pit, Madame Stovall's out front and she sends you a wink and blows a kiss at you. And you see a queue starting to form for her new show. And you head over to the pit where you are quickly kind of passed through the waiting crowd of punters ready to go in. And next game, we will have our pit fight. And we'll see how we go from there. Can't wait for Lee wanted that pit fight since game one. I'm going to try and kill him, man. <laughs> Punch his head I off. I think you will. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try and kill him, man.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.